0: To 709 Meridian, an audio commentary podcast. My name is Andrew.
1: And this is D.
0: And we are back again for our summer of duologies, late summer of duologies, uh, as it is. And we are kicking off the Dino Deliorentis two part uh, King Kong sequence, uh, starting with 1976's one. King Kong. The big one. The big one, AKA the most exciting original motion picture event of all time. Delia De Rentes didn't even know <laughs> what original meant on a fucking movie poster. Um, so uh, this there were actually two competing King Kong projects in the 70s. So yes. there was this and there was The Legend of King Kong, which was going to star Peter Falk as oh, wow. Denim. Yes the both started getting kicked around and I think about 74 and universal was going to do the other one and they dropped out in like 75. So Uh that one was going to be a period piece. This one's a modernization. Yeah. I can't remember if that one was like making a big deal out of using, um, stop motion, but that doesn't make a lot of sense because, um, what stop motion was big in the early seventies, but, uh, This got famous because Delia Rentis promised there'd be a 50 foot Kong robot that would do the acting in the movie, which, um, we will talk about. Yeah. Uh, it is also famous for introducing Jessica Lange to the screen. Mm. She had been a fashion model, I believe. Um, and, uh, yeah, um,
1: it's... The, the, the dude, the dude himself. Uh, the
0: dude, yes. Uh Jeff Bridges. Uh
1: Looking very dude-like in this movie.
0: Young dude here. This is the dude's... This is what happened to the dude. This is what went... This is the dude's backstory. Now he crashed. And burnt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we can talk about the the long and lengthy career of Jeff Bridges searching for stardom and what actually got him there, speaking of Big Lebowski. And
1: and Mr. Charles Groton is in this.
0: Charles Groton is one of his very few non-comedy performances. I feel like this is what convinced him not to do it.
1: Uh, But he kind of brings the funny in it. It's just he's playing kind of, uh, I would say, a prototype to what became, like, what Dabney Coleman sort of slipped into. He could,
0: yes, he is very much the boss from 9 to 5 in some ways, right? Like, with this interesting Charles Grodin vibe to it. Um, Yeah, so infamous, um, not really infamous actually, like, this was a movie that came out, did well, was entitled, but didn't do Jaws. Um, No.
1: And this was a year after, right?
0: Yeah. And so it was a year before Star Wars, a year before Close Encounters. So it just was sort of this, you know, it did better than Orca, but it was a studio <laughs> studio uh, sci-fi spectacular uh, in the post-Spielberg, but pre-Lucas era, which is this very interesting sort of, and also the killer monster or the killer animal vibe. It was the right time yeah. for Kong.
1: Um, yeah. Kong sort of, Around this time, they did, uh, they were, actually, weren't they talking about more Godzillas? Yeah,
0: because Godzilla would have been on, Godzilla went on moratorium, and I think like 74, 75 was the last Mm -hmm. uh, one in Japan, the one that came out here, the last one that came out here, they might have come out out of order, but one of them came out with Godzilla fighting on top of the World Trade Center because um, they'd had long enough to uh, see the Kong advertising. Um, mm. But yeah, so then the movie sort of just uh, got forgotten for a bit. Um, and we will, I mean, it existed, but we'll, we'll talk about it. The, the, it, it existed, but it was not readily available.
1: No. So, um,
0: <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's roll it. Let's do it. This is our first long one in a while, too. So here we go. Starting in three, two, one,
2: play. Mm. Golf and Western. We're back to Paramount. Oh, it's been too long. Yeah. Look at that. Oh! So, um, Kong was one of the
0: very obvious missing, like widescreen movies. Oh, you had it on VHS, and then you basically didn't have a widescreen print of it until the DVD in two thousand
1: ninety-nine or two thousand.
0: Huh. And it was really weird because Paramount had sort of forgotten about this.
1: Yeah, they dismissed it. Mm-hmm. Even you know, in its DVD reissues, it always got a shitty cover. Yep. <laughs> it was always just like, yep, King Kong, Jessica Lang, uh Jeff Bridges. And okay, Big Monkey. So,
0: there you go. There we go. Hey, we, yeah, we got a lot of Jack stars. Yep.
1: Renee Aborgenois, Julius Harris. Harris.
0: Yep. We've got a very nice 70s cast here. Um yeah. Rentis was into like this kind of casting. The problem is, is that uh he well, really liked making the he really wanted to make nine bandigo movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looked good on those those old 70s posters. Posters, yeah, where you had all you the faces. The faces, yeah.
0: Kong is very much a face movie poster. Um, no, certainly no promises, but maybe somebody has done a face, good face poster for it. Yeah. But this is of the era of the Irwin Allen disaster movie, so...
1: Yeah, airport.
0: <laughs> and you know had Towering right, Inferno there we go. by now. Yeah, and this is Gullerman, who had directed uh, Towering Inferno. So...
1: Uh, all the other ones. Earthquake. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Damn, the disaster movies.
0: But uh, yes, so mustachioed uh, Charles Grodin is pretty rare. Um, Real hair. Yep. Yeah. Ed Lauder yelling. Here we go. Yeah. Jeff Bridges sneaking aboard.
1: Ed angry 80s
2: dad Lauder. Yep.
0: Can't functional alcoholic till he's not Ed Lauder. Like, right. <laughs> uh, love me some Ed Lauder. So, um.
1: Kurt Woodsmith prototype.
0: Yeah, except he didn't write a fucking letter for uh, Danny Masterson, did he? Okay. <laughs> the fucking mm. sense to die and not be put in that position. <laughs> uh. So. I don't know. I don't know that Ed Lauder could play somebody smart. Kurt Kurt Smith could play somebody smart.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the difference.
0: That is the difference. Ed Lauder's, you know, very working class hero type guy, but the villain, the, the antagonist to the working class hero. Yeah. All right. so we are gonna... This was a Christmas 76 movie. I don't know if it was actually delayed, but... De had a lot
1: of marketing, yeah, a they of... started
0: marketing this shit and like even though Deliaurenis had a contract- like he released all this shit through Paramount, um mm-hmm. he did like approach it like the Salkines did, where you were just like drumming up international interest and shit,
3: mm.
0: Okay, so we're gonna get some really nice editing from Ralph Winters got a beautiful John Barry score, yep, and then now, uh,
1: this I don't know if it had a cable run until the eighties because the network version the premiere on tv was so big like
0: yeah this was of the era this was also with the disaster movies and it's hilarious that that's been so forgotten but the extended network premiere where basically you stretched your two hour and 15 minute movie out to two nights or right you stretch it out to a two-parter
1: they did that with everything back then like um superman
0: was in superman yeah <laughs> yeah
1: poor superman I think they even um, tried that with superman too right it's, it was like
0: the restored on that international cut is it's unclear if that ever aired but i think yes some of it did but three even had it with superman like
1: because remember it was always an event yeah they would they would play that plus like the hour-long uh making yep. of
0: you get your seven to eight slot and then your eight to ten slot out of it and um because it was like a home video event on your tv thing right like because this was mm-hmm. still early relatively early days of vhs like vhs never had like event drops other than sell-through which started in like 89 Like, that was, like, the first event was when you bought Batman or something. Or Indiana Jones 3 wasn't $99. So, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: but, yeah, the networks really wanted to hype shit. So, you had those, like, network premiere. And that was a big deal until, like, Jurassic Park, I think, was the first. Jurassic Park might have had a big one, but I think Lost World didn't. And that was, like, sort of the end of that. like
1: Yeah, Lost World, because... That just had a mixed reaction. Yeah. I personally like it. I don't don't mind it. You know, as a sequel to Jurassic Park, maybe it's, you know, the lesser, but, you know, I'd I'd take it over anything that came after. Right. (laughs) Including three and all the Jurassic World movies.
2: It's like, how do you make the dinosaurs
1: not scary anymore? Um,
0: so here we got John Randolph, who would go on to play.
1: Grandpa in every.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Was he me a regular on Roseanne? I think Maybe. So. Yeah, he might have been her
1: dad or something. Her dad, yeah.
0: So. They Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, right. Roseanne was a fucking dark ass. At- like, Roseanne was a grown-up Not across four. the road, Jackie. <laughs> uh, it's one of those other things where it's like, it is It is a shame that Roseanne turned out. Like, that sucks, too. Like, that, that yeah. show had its ups yeah. and downs. But like they, that show did right. do that show did take shit seriously, like, right?
1: When they were really getting down to the real yeah, shit, it was it was good. It
0: didn't feel like an extra special episode, right? Like they integrated right. it well, and Laurie Metcalf like deserved f- oh, every yeah. fucking Emmy ever made sure. for that. Yeah, And
1: John Goodman and John Goodman was really good episode when Dan went to go whoop old dudes ass. <laughs> But uh, be not Jackie, Jeez.
0: her real life husband like that had so much. So sub- I think they finally broke up, but that had a bunch of subtext too. You're just like, Jesus, oh man, yeah. But it's like, nah, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna watch Roseanne again. I'm sorry, like the original, nah, I mean. You know, maybe, I, there's too much I'd rather watch. I'm not going to watch the new one, but no, there's too well, much I'd it, rather watch.
1: I figured the original is only good up until, like, Mark and his brother show up. Oh, God, that's, that's where I right. kind of...
0: Oh, that's where it God! Falls apart. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that boyfriend.
1: And once they bring in David and Mark...
0: Johnny <laughs> Galecki
1: sucks. Yeah, they kind of kill the show.
0: Yeah, and then the last season's really
1: right. Never. Although um, I kind of want to see the Steven Seagal episode again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, all right. So, so
3: yeah,
2: we're we're down it. in
1: a mission here.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're down in a mission here on the Petrox boat. They're out to get some oil from this. Uh, Untapped possible uh, resource here, which is Skull Island, right? Never called Skull Island, but yeah, never called Skull Island, but I believe the place will, where Kong lives.
0: Yeah, it'll be called the Island of the Skull. Skulls, but yeah. so it's unclear who had the rights to make the sequel. Like that's some of this. Is that like? Like, like, current or not currently, but a few years ago, some guy named God was it Joe Devito? (laughs) He had the rights to the novelization, which came out before the movie because this was something that happened. Oh wow! Up until like basically Star Wars even tried that shit, I think, (laughs) where they dropped.
1: Yeah, the novelization. No,
0: the novelization early, and sort of implied that the movie was based on the novel, and it was just like a way of just getting your foot out there and like teeny bit of brand shit. But for e. genre, yeah, it really mattered for genres. So I think everything this guy,
1: had a novelization too.
0: Somebody, Devito, he got the rights to the book and so was basically able to do prequel stories
3: huh.
0: that has somehow gotten tied into the legendary contract so now we're going to have basically both going forward we're going to have a king kong series that's based on that joe devito type shit which is all about the skull island tribe there's been comics from boom about it um yeah and so it but it's gonna tie into the legendary shit too because Uh. they it's part of that that like legendaries brought all the licenses together finally but at this point there was they like were making a Readaptation of the script, they didn't have s- remake rights or something, so the other one was going to be the the faithful remake. Whereas this Ooh. one is Jeff Bridges looking like Teen Wolf, and uh, <laughs> right, oh, I like styles, I the wolf style. All right, so let's <laughs> talk. The cat's
1: out of the bag here, yep. Uh, Jeff Bridges is an environmentalist who uh, has stowed away on the Petrox cruiser here. <laughs> He's got a mission of mercy, or, you know, trying to tell him, you know, don't go, whatever. And Groton's not
2: hearing any of it.
3: <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. So, <laughs> At this time, Jeff Bridges was less famous than his brother, Bo.
1: Wow. But I, I can, yeah, believe that. This is mid-70s.
0: Yeah. They've been trying to make Jeff Bridges happen since 72, and it still hadn't happened. Now, people of Gen X remember Jeff Bridges is a one of the knockoff Harrison Ford's. You had a number yep. of those. You had Jeff Bridges. You had Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. <clears throat> the uh, most natural one, of course, would have been Mr. Michael Douglas. But we saw what happened when he tried to get by on charm, um, and so
1: <laughs> so he turned it to smarm and
0: uh,
1: did. That's perfect. Get a Wall Street, which From he never charm
0: really... to smarm.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but yes, so. And then Jeff Bridges now is you know famous and relatively, I mean he's not. I don't think he's beloved, but
1: he's like he big, never really got like he was. He was trying to be the thinking man's Ford, I guess. Yeah. Whereas Dennis Quaid was the straight knockoff. We forgot uh, Kurt Russell. Mm. Who?
0: Kurt Russell was a contemporary. Yeah. Um. To the point. Well, wait. Did he try? Did Kurt Russell try out for Luke, or did he try out for Han? He tried out for Luke. I don't think it was Han, was it? Okay. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, so yeah. And then Kurt Russell just became an action hero.
1: Like, yeah,
0: he became a a combination sitcom movie, sitcom
1: action yeah, hero. Basically, sitcom, yeah. Because they kept him and Goldie did a few movies.
0: Okay, so
1: now here we have the.
0: Here we have Jessica Lang.
1: The the introducing Jessica Lang. Very fresh off the boat, Jessica Lang.
0: Everything they can to get her into wet clothes. Yeah. For a while here, and um, so people really did not like. Jessica Lange in this. She got like the French nominated her for best star, but we're about to see an amazing scene here because what we're, she's going to have a, a bunch of close up one shots where she's telling her story here. Oh, except yeah. it's a continuous take on her where everybody else gets a break, but she doesn't. And so it's like everybody's always like, oh, Jessica Lange's great, but she wasn't in King Kong. I'm like, no, 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 no. She was great in King Kong. You might not like King Kong, but she's fucking great. Oh, yeah. But uh, she beat out Meryl Streep for this part. Meryl streep wow. turned into a joke. Um, and then after this, she did that High Cost of Living movie with oh, Jane Curtin and
1: oh wow somebody
0: else and it was it's really rare but it's streaming now so you you know it's just one of those things you just don't have time to watch but um and then she sort of all that jazz was sort of her breakthrough and then by the mid 90s or by the mid 80s she was like uh you know prestige prestige she was second tier Meryl Streep so yeah um, and she's really stuck it out. Uh, she weathered. I haven't seen maybe American Horror stories, so I don't actually know how she is on those.
1: But I mean, she. I keep forgetting she's one of the one actress from that era that wasn't in Steel Magnolias. Because <laughs> that had everybody in it. She's the one that. But she made one that was like Steel Magnolias, right?
0: Yeah. And then the 90s were really not great for that kind of movie because, like, Disney made all of them. I, If yeah. I knew that old boy was wearing a cravat, I'd forgotten. That is a great detail for um, Charles Groden. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. This is
2: basically just going to be... Jessica Lange having to act stoned by herself for three oh, minutes. Yeah.
0: Now, in the original uh, movie, so Faye Ray is a, an actress who is cast as a pretty face for uh, Uh a documentarian, a a pseudo-documentarian's, action-documentarian's movie. Um, So she was like, she had a bunch of story. There's a lot of story of her on the ship meeting the first mate. Now, in this one, she's going to be a, like, New York, party girl who wants to be an actress but hangs out with creepy rich guys who have yachts and show pornos on deck or something. And so like it's this weird like celebrity thing. Whereas in the first one it was just like during the depression and like it was about how like everybody even if it's... even if you look like Faye Ray, your dreams could be crushed in the Great Depression.
1: Yeah. It's kind of implied that like some dirty shit was about to go down on that boat. Yeah. <laughs> somehow it, she made it out.
0: She it's yeah. 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 And so we had seen the distress call from this boat uh, a little bit earlier. Now in the tv cut which is now available thanks to shop factory and when we say tv cut we mean with no changes including that they bought some fucking i don't even know what like it just it it's got the bumpers and things or right the, it's got the it's got the recap previously the, on yeah <laughs> in the previous
1: so, king kong installment
0: yeah there's like a 15 minute recap But there's some extra scenes. So that presumably we would be in the second half hour, coming up on an hour, maybe even. We're only 20 minutes in, but the extra TV scenes, you got an extra five at least.
1: Yeah. You're at the 45 minute point probably by now. Because I forgot, they add something even before they get on the boat.
0: Yep. We've got Jack fucking around, and then I think... Then they add a bunch more on the boat to pad it out, but it's just the same yeah. shots reversed, like, flipped horizontally. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, now she's on her own for this fucking shot. It's a cheesecake shot, which is not, you know...
1: Like, it's yeah, an it intentional
0: like, cheesecake shot.
1: It looks like a Bond movie now. <laughs>
2: oh, James. And here's
0: the infamous, I was saved by Deep Throat, which... Uh-huh. Uh. Raises way too many questions, I suppose, Uh, when you're a youth.
1: Right. There was going to be some trains ran on that boat.
2: God, look at that photography. Just like, oh.
1: Yeah. She looks so good in this.
2: I just love the interior photography, too.
1: like. It's lit well. Except
0: like, I'm pretty sure we're breaking a wall there. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait a second. There's no fucking way there was a wall there, John Gullerman. You just shot through the fucking wall. Okay.
1: Well, that's probably a set.
0: Well, yeah, but still. in like, the studio somewhere. He's not, he's not worried like John Carpenter was on the thing about cheating with the fucking
1: walls. Oh, yeah, the wall.
0: Which, of course, does raise a, an interesting point is that no, from about nineteen what hmm. sixty, when's like that the height of just your Doris Day? No, nah, I, don't, I don't even know if that's a good example. Like, just your sort of
1: oh, the big Technicolor.
0: The, the, but the big Technicolor, but the goofy sort of proto groovy shit, like sixty-five or
1: sixty-five, so. sixty-six. Yeah.
0: Some the Elvis movies, basically, where nobody gave a
1: shit if you were shooting, yeah, a, you that's know, like,
0: in a wall 60,
1: situation. That's like sixty-four to yeah, sixty-sixty-seven.
0: We sort of got rid of some of that in the seventies with yeah with your new hollywood movement or not your new but whatever you're indie guys right like you're, you you didn't yeah. break those rules in french connection spielberg didn't break those rules <laughs>
1: but like it louder's looking at last shot yo
0: ed La- this is just like this movie takes place in the nicest possible universe where mm. literally she's on the ship with this fucking
1: it crew, is like,
0: and they're just like you're our little sister and
1: none of us are fucking yeah. none of us are going back to the no, you know we're, we're our rooms the, to go
0: no we are the, <laughs> the, 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 there, there's I'm not going to just innuendo. grab
1: my shit no, there's rip it like a
0: pair of dice there's more fucking innuendo in a Disney movie than in this movie yeah. like This is the most aspirational, like, thing in the fucking world. But it's also kind of... We don't actually get to know the crew very well.
1: Not really, no. Because they they just existed. You know, they get taken out.
0: They get taken out. But you've got Ed Lauder. He's around for a bit. Because he's basically playing... the Jack Driscoll role from the first movie, except he's uh-huh. they've split the romance away. Like, we get to know Renee Amber, join us a bit. The captain's about to disappear. Like, when the captain comes back, it'd be the <laughs> second night you were watching this on TV and you'd be like, Who the fuck is that guy?
2: And then be like, <laughs> It was the
0: captain. He did not get a send off. Uh, so, Poseidon Adventure had come out at this point. Uh, Oh
1: damn! Yeah, yeah, and also so many of those fucking movies.
0: (laughs) This is a very Ramon Beery back there. Um, I don't know Uh. why I know that. Uh,
2: Jessica Lange as Skipper, tiny top
0: Skipper, John Lone. John Lone, you can John Lone. This might be his first movie. Plays Chinese cook. Now in the first King Kong, rather problematically, one of our most loving characters is Charlie, the Chinese cook. Wow. They kept the Chinese cook, but gave him no lines. And I'm pretty sure in the pan and scan version, he does not appear.
1: <laughs> but he's in the credits. Shit. Yeah,
0: he's in the credits, and he's right back there. He's got the. Uh, <laughs> Bad dad on. Bad on?
2: Oh, the... yeah. So, um... What the fuck else story we're talking about?
3: Oh, um, yeah, there you
0: go. Yep.
2: She. Wow. Yep. Not
1: even no, a tootsie. Like, no, I mean...
0: Yeah, it's... Cause I mean, somehow Jessica Lange was somebody who basically played twenty-eight to forty-three forever. Yeah, like starting in Tootsie, because she was that thing where you know your your first and second dreams in New York haven't worked out type thing, right? <laughs> like, so she had a certain maturity about her, even by Tootsie was what? Yeah, TV? by. 82,
3: yeah.
2: So,
0: I mean, that is six years after this, but it's, like, I don't think she was, like, she would have still been late 20s. I yeah,
1: think. That, that's why it was, like, uh, it, it, it's true, they kind of always sort of played her older.
3: Yeah.
1: Or too mature for her age
0: and in the 80s she she and sam shepherd were together for a long time and so she would play uh-huh. the parts in sam shepherd adaptations which were um
1: really i think some of the parts she played they should have gave to somebody like Jennifer Jason Lee so she didn't have to play teenagers
0: right throughout her entire fucking life yeah until fucking 1990 or whatever one year was backdraft right um yeah so it's just it's just a it's a weird time of, of <laughs> cinema uh i also think one of jessica lane's breakouts was stardust memories but we're not even gonna we're not gonna oh, go yeah. that right we're not gonna talk about it um Oh, sure. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. let's not. Let's not. We're not having that talk. Oh god. We're not having there's so many talks we're not having, but that's one of them. That's that's <laughs> the one we're not having. Okay. So and we talk about <laughs> Mel Gibson a lot more than we used to, for fuck's oh, sake. Though still, like it helped that he just was like, ah, I'm just a piece of shit. Nope. Nope. I had another chance. Nope. He's shit. Anyway, uh, here we are going up to Hawaii. Um, oh, yeah. I think this is the Fantasy Island beach or something. It's the beach in Six Whoa. Days, Seven Nights. It's, it's also in. the beach. Um,
1: no, nobody under, like, 35 probably would have got that.
0: They don't do that in the other. (laughs) I I don't know. They've relaunched Fantastic or Fantasy Island so many times I can't keep track. Like even when I I read about it,
1: yeah, Um, I can't believe it.
0: God, this shot. So here's the thing about Kong. The funny thing about Kong is with these extreme like long shots of this shit, Kong still looks pretty cool on VHS. Like Pan and Oh yeah, Kong looks pretty cool and that was something
1: look at look at how look how it's shot yeah
0: so we that was kind of the weird thing about this era of um like jaws is another one like you can watch jaws pan and scan and you can tell it's really fucking well directed right like you can kind of tell that with some other stuff but you know the candle and monster squad, but on <laughs> in Pan and scan though you get like a bigger sense of like that mist um right encompassing them, whereas is here it it's it, yeah, it's much more natural and not like they're lost in the mist, but uh Renee right. Everjorn is past right.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. gone.
0: He was on Boston Legal, and that is one of the few things I'm like, you know, I am an
1: to. Oh, do God. Boston Legal. Jesus Christ. Jeez.
0: Jeez. Oh. Which one of the male crew members' outfit did she adapt that from? I'm curious. She took,
1: I think she took a couple of their, you know, yeah. Somebody's clothes and just knitted like it was from because they donated their pieces yeah. of their clothes, right?
3: Yep.
0: Get this beautiful John Barry music. Now the John Barry score was out on oh god, did it come out on cassette? It was out on LP. Uh And it was very hard to come by, and then all of a sudden, there was a CD, and it wasn't hard to come by anymore.
3: Like,
2: start this back up. Okay, and now we're going to get my zoom out here. I think in the TV version, we like get multiple...
0: Like repeats of this. I think it's that bad of TV cut editing where they just repeat the sequence.
2: (laughs) I don't think this is...
0: I don't know where this part's filmed. Um, But this is is like...
1: The one annoying thing about the TV cut (laughs) where you just see the same shot
0: over... Yeah. Oh, let's zoom in now to it backwards, Right, let's zoom
1: back down into it.
0: Now, here's where we start getting into where the the widescreen really matters for Kong. You didn't see that much of the wall in the pan and scan cut. You couldn't keep, you lost uh, Julius Harris and um, Nan in those yeah. shots. Like, you lose the scale here. Though you also, in the widescreen, learn that they did not have young James Cameron painting their mats, and they they could have used him, taken him out of high school when he was the age to be befriended by a Terminator. That's what John Cameron should, or James Cameron, that's (laughs) what James Cameron should make. That's what he should do with all of his fucking billions of dollars in box office revenue, he should do a movie that's just about like the Terminator befriending him when he was in high school. Like he's fucking John Connor. Just the fucking worst thing.
1: He'd have to go to an aquatic high school.
0: Uh,
2: Of course.
1: It'd have to take place underwater at some point. God lord wow has jessica
0: Jessica lang has won an oscar right
1: like i think so but i to this day i don't think she's ever looked as good or better than she does in this movie man that
0: that is kind of what the movie's tried to do (laughs) it's not
1: even the the point of her just being the only woman in the movie but right
0: no it's she's yes
1: because there's movies like that where it's like, oh, she's hot, but you, you remember, like... It's a, and this you find is, out the actress is like Emma Stone or some shit.
0: This is not... Yeah, this is not like... This is a very... It,
2: I mean, the oh, problem is... Go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we
3: go. Perfect
2: timing. <laughs>
0: So, while this is incredibly problematic, is it as problematic as Peter Jackson doing the same thing in 2005? Well,
1: the problem is the tribe, the tribal shit is. It's integral to King Kong. You know, it's it's always been there, even, you know,
0: as far back as the original. Yeah, and they do. In the comics, so the King Kong on the Planet of the Apes adaptation's pretty good, actually. Wow. <laughs> Until, like, the last that, two man. episodes. You gotta check it out. Because it's set right after the first one, and so it's a mm. direct sequel to Planet of the Apes. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking wild. They're like, well, hey, we just found the Statue of Liberty. There's this side for King Kong this by Carl Denham.
1: I just... Found out they're doing right now king kong versus godzilla versus justice league
0: yeah i saw some what art for that yeah that's what i mean by legendary getting this license together i mean i think it's all a terrible fucking idea but i mean
1: whatever cool right it's just kind of as long as they're keeping it vital I guess you know yeah
0: I mean the longer the more of this shit they make the better chance with comics the more you make the better chance you eventually have something good (laughs) that's not like it is with everything (laughs) else um okay so let's talk a little bit about the Tilly um they're
1: reenacting purple rain they are reenacting purple rain there is that um, the tribal reenactment of purple rain this
0: is the revolution the ceremony yeah uh i let's go crazy i cannot cut that together i i can't actually do that but <laughs> I, if, if someone else would like to do that a, a person who can do that appropriately culturally Go for it because I bet it'd be (laughs) awesome. I won't do it, but uh, if you need Uh a rip of King Kong, I'll hook you up. So, oh no, Mandingo Mandingo was a movie (laughs) about oh, it was terrible with slaves, (laughs) enslaved people being raped. The
1: the sequel, the sequel. Drum, which was basically Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. I'm back. I kid it, you not, the ending it, is the same ending.
0: <laughs> it was super popular. Now, this is really, when you look at something like Box Office Mojo, you're like, hey, where are all the box office records before <laughs> 1978? And it's like, hey, we don't have good records for that. But then you'll Ooh. read about, like, yep. This is great. Um, then you'll read, I mean, The Mask is cool. Uh, you'll read about uh, how Can like, you believe
1: were, it the white folks brought potato salad. <laughs>
0: there were uh, lines around the block for Mandingo. And yeah, Mandingo know,
1: was a, a big movie, <laughs> it was a cultural it was a it was a hit. It was so bad, and so <laughs> I wanted you, to kill James Mason so bad,
0: <laughs> and and like, <laughs> yeah, the movie was terrible. So
1: the room it is and he's got is, his feet on a, a a little slave kid. Oh god,
0: you can't! <laughs> oh god, you can't really. So uh.
1: <laughs> the movie makes you want to stab somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit
0: sadly Mandingo. also there's a Van- Venn diagram with Mandingo and the people who are upset that uh <laughs> Disney Plus cut the N word out of French Connection because a kid might watch it no you're it. kidding what the fuck no uh, the hill I am on is that's fucking fine you're on Disney Plus
1: uh, Yeah. If anybody uh, can still... come
0: across that it, if you if, don't
1: right, have hey, the if it, if it makes you want if it makes you buy the actual movie, then fine.
0: Right, you like know. have the fucking um, uncut thing. Have it be opt in, but that yeah, it you should be an opt in streaming. You can't do that because people don't know that you don't see the rating that way. It's not the ratings are intentionally in specific, so people don't have to say. This is when we were really fucking racist
1: in public. Or or, or Whoopi Goldberg just does not have the time to do intros to every single fucking movie.
0: Oh my god. Who could be a hacky Whoopi Goldberg who would sell their rights to do intros to every movie, though? Okay, so there's Kong. Kong. Um and nobody notices. Now, here we're gonna have now this scene makes no sense in the VHS cut because of the pan and, or the VHS version because of the pan and scan, but it's
1: yeah, too dark,
0: it's too dark, but then in the <laughs> letterbox you can tell I think it's gonna look a little too fake. So like we're in the Star Trek the motion picture conundrum of <laughs> it's like Oh, we want the we want the widescreen. Oh shit, we were actually hiding problems in the pan and scan.
1: Yeah, you could see.
0: For, for John, mm. John Randolph, Ernie Hudson of the movie here.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and well, there's this whole other thing we don't even want to get into that. You could see the wire work in the Superman movies and the Pam and Scan versions, which led to people disparaging them. Yeah. Even though once you accurately showed it in the widescreen, the wires weren't they like they
1: just yeah, they weren't.
0: Yeah. I think
1: they might have digitally gone over them since then, though.
0: They I think they I probably know. have cleaned them up a little bit. But I mean at the yeah. same time. Everybody's forgetting that you would watch a Star Wars movie, and especially the first one. Star Wars was, it looked like fucking X-Wings on paper backgrounds flying in space. Like, Mm -hmm. the mats in Star Wars, what was super impressive was how many mats they mixed, but you could tell they were mats. Like <laughs> fucking uh ILM didn't get really good at hiding mats until uh Star Trek 2.
1: Yeah, cause after well in Star Trek they use bigger models too. Yeah to where you know they they love to get those close-ups.
0: And Star Trek The sad part about Star Trek is Star Trek was the franchise that ILM cut their teeth on doing model work with. And by the time they got to make another Star Wars movie, they didn't use any fucking models. Like. Okay, so it's clear in the TV cut that at some point they start fucking. In this version, I don't think it's ever clear that they start fucking.
1: Right, it's very innocent. Yeah. And, hey, we like each other.
0: But you know, relationships formed during situations of high stress never um <laughs> work out. But also there's like this weird classism thing where he's a he's an egghead and she's a
1: Right, she's she's a party a, girl. A flozy. That's your ramp. That's your ramp. That's your ramp.
2: Okay. Oh, here we go. Very good
1: looking starlet. All right, here I, we go. I do like that
0: it <laughs> even though this her entire part is being about being objectified, they still let her wear flats, which they didn't let Bryce Dallas Howard wear. Okay, and... Damn. We're done. Okay, so it doesn't look worse, but you also can't... You see even less because there's more, you know, yeah. absolute black on the screen.
1: Yeah, it's just dark, dark. Oh, but... man,
0: I would love that Petrox poster.
1: Wow. Oh, that one right there with the... Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, I do, I do. I, do. <laughs> I, I bet that was
1: done by that... That that artist that did the
0: yes. Kong. So there is a bunch of fucking art for Kong and like promo art, and the funny thing is, is a lot of it's terrible.
1: <laughs> well, because Dum Dum wouldn't like he did the same, pasted the same yeah. Kong face on everything.
0: They they, they saved money by doing like
1: Lee from Game of Death on a Kong poster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh-oh. How did that happen? How did that get wow. out? Okay. So now we're going to cut to
0: I don't know if she would have done a whole fashion spread like this, but this is the vibe
1: you're getting. It should have been a... Oh, I don't
0: know.
1: that's what I was For saying.
0: In the comics. In the comics, the villagers are um, Pacific Islanders. Uh, because they're in,
2: you know... Yeah.
0: That area of the world. Um, so, then they make this story all about that. And so some of those stories have been really good. There was actually one there's at least one series that was really good right up until the end. Um or right up maybe until like the last two issues. The problem with those boom license properties is their pacing's all off. Like they it's like they need to do
1: two oh right. They five need to issues really... or something. Yeah. They they have to get a lot lot of product out before, yeah. I guess they say they lose the license or whatever because I think they had Disney, didn't yeah, they? yeah. They had Disney, And had Ducktales. I remember.
0: Yep, they're Marvel or they're Muppet stuff. I mean, even the non-language, oh. the language stuff is you know the great comics, but even I the think non, still non- an issue. yeah. The non-language stuff is really good. And they did a bunch of language stuff that's great, too. Um, snarked is great. But uh, their licensed stuff, they and they did Sons of Anarchy, so they've done some really good stuff. But usually their <laughs> licensed stuff is like, it runs six issues so they can charge more for the trade. Or the collection, I guess, now. You charge more for your Kindle collection. But what the story really needs is like two five issues. Like you Mm -hmm. need, they need more space. And they're always rushed at some point.
1: See, when I hear stuff like Sons of Anarchy had a comic. Where's my 21 Jump Street comic?
0: (laughs) Uh, You know what? Blame it on Sony, right? Like.
1: Yeah, I mean old school Jump Street. I right? Mean them yeah, yeah. Fucking...
0: <laughs> I mean, no, but is there any Stephen J. Cannell show that wouldn't make a good comic? Like, right? Uh, like they, they, yeah, they
1: tried they... with the uh, he he did um, Greatest American Hero, right? Yeah, yeah. They tr- they tried years ago with it, William Cat, you know, but it never really
0: no because you can't do it like that you got to do it you got to do it like you just got to find the magic you got to wait until someone yeah
1: the artists uh,
0: with this shit that they pay artists so little now
1: like i guess so because i look at comics now and it's like how dare you (laughs) have a, a 399 cover price on this piece of shit right here
0: yep no and that's the thing is is now you're getting to the point where it was really hard say in the early 2000s to like for people to be able to be like passionate
2: like writer
1: what writer artist
0: writer artist, you know whatever this singer basically you're the singer songwriter of fucking Mm -hmm. comics um it was really hard but that took off so like it's better now if somebody came up through that than if they like started as a fucking comic like just trying to be an artist because like the technicals of it they let so much cheap shit through and then like it's yeah, just it's real it's bad. It's so rough. It's so bad. And it just ruins any chance the property has. Like There's none like, of the
1: artists now are like the old school ones no. at all.
2: And like well,
1: it's there there is one though. Whoever did uh they did a Shazam and they did I think Evan Doc Shaner.
0: Oh, Doc! Oh, yeah, Doc oh. shaner's great. Yeah, but um, yeah, and he's basically like uh you're kind of retroly.
1: Um, yeah, see, I like the clean look. Yeah, so you know, more like George Perez or
0: yeah. Uh, well, you got Ivan reese but is he even working anymore? I don't think so. Okay, yeah, there was the Reeves DC is. House style, and the thing is, is DC eventually like just let people sort of do the house style they didn't have to do it really good but that was always the thing about dc's house style if it was han jose Reap, or not Juan jose Reap? that's the fucking avatar guy if it was um garcia lopez if it was garcia george lopez, perez wow. if it yeah. was ivan Rees, if it was that other guy who was
1: like jurgens
0: right even jurgens jurgens is like your baseline. You should always have at least a Jurgens. You should always at least have a burn. and mm-hmm. An 80s burn.
1: Jerry Ordway.
0: And Ordway. Another Ordway's another good example, right? Like that thing. Mm-hmm. I would actually say Ordway's at the top of that tier list. Okay, uh, oh. also we missed the uh, we cut to last night. Or no, does he cat Do we see Kong at the first night of the TV cut?
1: Well, up to this part, I think. And then that's when it cuts, I I believe. So.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Deliorentis. Wanted to convince people. This.
0: Is the. Um
1: Oh, the mechanical, Kong? The
0: mechanical. Uh, Hold on. Wait for it. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy.
2: Come on, Kong. <laughs>
0: that would be... One of your best mat shots of the 70s, but that is not an animatronic. That is Richard Baker, Baker. in a monkey
1: suit. Um, a well-made monkey suit, a though. A very
0: well-made monkey suit.
1: Despite it, what anybody after Gen X says.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing, and this is...
1: The card I grew up on. Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm going to make a comment. That is also, that might be the hand. Yeah, that is the hand, because that's just the lane. They basically perfected the hand. They couldn't do right, anything ahead. else. Here we have the composites. Some of these do actually look better in the pan and scan, just because of the stuff, but.
1: Yeah. The it angles, doesn't look so much like. Yeah, it's
0: not ILM. The angle, I mean, they're almost there, right? But the angle's yeah. off just a little bit, and mm-hmm. they just don't have it. Um. I don't think CG is far enough along to do calm.
1: Not when I'm looking cartoony. I think the thing of it is the movement too. Like yeah. when something CGI moves, there's there's something real precise and too quick about it. than
0: the reason you can do God's... something about frame rate. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's something about. 60 to 120 or whatever. Yeah, the Peter Jackson bullshit. Um, It is, actually, because it's about the hair and how hair moves. But that's why you can do dinosaurs, because dinosaurs don't have hair. No. Once you put the feathers on the dinosaurs, including giant chickens killing each other and eating people, um, it it's going to change how the movement works. If you had, can have static skin, that's fine. But like dealing with the hair, it
2: never is going to look right.
0: And they just no. don't have the hair. Because, because you can, uh, you're going
1: to. I'll give it to them. The new Kong looks good. And they really did him well in. Uh skull island and yeah zilla versus kong
0: it it you don't worry about it i'll give them that you don't like that's my issue
2: with the new god with the
0: american godzilla is that's really what they thought was the best design not that they can't execute it when they try. It's like, that's mm. what you thought. The, what, best? the new one? I don't like the Godzi- American Godzilla design I do one for real. Looks kind of like the older,
1: old, you know, original kind of, or what they were going for.
0: Dog face. Nope. Out. Out. <laughs> Make it look like 85. Make that work for you.
1: Remember that one was, uh, actually uh, it wasn't just a guy in a suit though they used a they used a mechanical,
0: yeah, on the original Godzilla. that's the big difference between the first two Godzilla movies or I think the second guy i think Godzilla raids again ends with some puppet work, <laughs> like some really bad puppet work <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, Godzilla was a combination of models and um what do you call it uh man in suit. Mm-hmm. For the first one. And then, really, by three, by King Kong versus Godzilla, was when they were all, by that time, they were all in on suits.
1: Yeah, that's when they were cost cutting. They were like, well.
0: Well, because I mean, in the interim of those two, they'd done Mothra and they'd done Rodan. And <laughs> that's like, you, that fucking flinging shit around the studio is a lot different than wrestling in outfits. Okay, so Oh, Jack wants to keep going,
1: but The men are tired. The men are tired. They need water.
0: (laughs) All right, Carnahan, all right. But me and the captain are going to have my ties on the beach here. Have a good
2: night. Woo, I'm beat. Ah, this is rough. So,
0: <laughs> do we ever see any of the villagers again? Or are they just gone? No, they show up when Kong comes back
2: to yeah. beat the. No, or I don't
0: know. You're right. I don't think so.
1: You're right. They might have just kind of. They might well, have just be. That was it.
0: Out. Yeah, they do come back in the first one because in the first one, Kong rampages the village. Yeah, the like, original. Yeah. This is so. <laughs> okay, <baby>. children. <laughs> yeah. Okay, children. If you've only ever seen the Peter Jackson King Kong, this is where that characterization of King Kong comes from. The characterization in Peter Jackson's King Kong does not come from the original King Kong. The, no, original, the original King Kong was is just a, a bad big guy. Yeah, like
1: That yeah, that's the one thing they don't get and they keep saying, "Well, it's a great interpretation of no, the original Kong." No, it's no, not. Kong never became sympathetic until this.
0: Yep. I mean, he was I haven't seen I think he's played sympathetic in King Kong versus Godzilla but that's a stretch. To, though I, at the same time is it a stretch like the kaiju movie fan if we're including right. Kong in the kaiju now um that that would have been what was some of the characterization keeping him alive. I've got to see the T, uh, American cut of the King Kong versus Godzilla, because I remember a bunch of shit about it, and I don't know if I remember that, or if I'm making it up. Hmm. Like, I remember there being a detail that, like, they took Kong to the island after New York or something. And I'm like, did I remember that? Is that real, or is that in my head? Okay, so...
1: So many different cuts.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... Here we're getting the hand, and there you can see what I'm talking about. By you need to fucking worry about hair moving all the time, and it's gotta,
1: Mm -hmm. it's
0: all gotta fucking look right. Otherwise, it eventually doesn't look right.
1: Like, it just looks stiff.
0: Yep. Like, you can do, and video games will do this thing where they have, you know, floppy hair on top and stiff hair underneath, and you can, there's uh, eventually, there's always a frame where you can tell, and you're just like, oh, it breaks the fucking thing though yes they have gotten to the point where i don't like worry about king kong special effects in the way you had to with peter jackson like that was the thing if peter jackson had done a combo stop motion cgi like something like made it about that aspect of filmmaking that would have been amazing and he did not do that <laughs> Nice little miniature sets here. King Kong Lives, which we will be watching next week, also has lots of <laughs> miniature sets, um, lots and lots of them. Many more than this one does. Yeah,
1: miniature sets that actually look like miniature sets.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> as opposed to this that actually, you know,
0: yeah matches. Is, yeah, like it would be nice if that mat the they. It'd be nice if they gave these guys $2,500 to hire some YouTuber to fix the color matching. Yeah, touch it up. yeah. Like, But this is Paramount, who will not fucking pay... God, I don't even know at this well, point. Well, this
1: one still gets dissed to this yeah. day for some stupid reason. I, I don't get why people are more attached to the Peter Jackson one than...
0: Because people people fucking ride or die with Peter. De- oh, that's that looks better on pan and skin. Just just because yeah. um, it's like there's more speed to it. But again, this is not ILM. This is there. There was not an ILM yet. There was not no. a. This was dedicated effect. Eight. Yeah, this is them doing it's... the best they can.
1: This Superman, Star Wars. I mean, this is where they the first time they did any of this shit. So, Mm
2: -hmm. and Star Wars is what like won, right? Like the Superman approach did not win. No.
1: No, I don't like this. Is this where she beats him in the nose?
0: Yep. And calls him a male chauvinist ape or something. (laughs) Okay. So now.
1: This looks bad. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. There you go. But that, what the hell? (laughs) Well, I
0: mean, it's so funny, too, because it's (laughs) just like, dude, you just needed to move the camera a fraction of an inch and the angle would have matched. Like, how? How? Something must have been wrong. They're fucking like <laughs> what does everybody say? their beach ball on a stick? Their beach ball on a stick must have been a square or something, but it's just like everything they just have it off like a little bit, but they also, as I recall from the making of Dino Deliourentus's King Kong, I don't remember who wrote it um, <laughs> they the effects were. It was, this was a very hard effect shoot. Like, because D. Oh, yeah. wanted that fucking animatronic in it and it yeah. wasn't getting done.
1: And... and you couldn't move it around. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll get to, thing to it. it. Yeah.
0: Now, was it Boris that did a fucking poster for this or is it the other guy? I have a copy of it. Um, mm. But. One of the fantasy artists did uh, one of those posters for this, which I made, it was uh, was
1: it whoever the the asian artist the Japanese artist
0: no not the not the uh the one who the did skyscraper.
1: The
0: oh the not the skyscraper there's that one too, and that's a gray one, and that was hidden for years. looks like she's got shit on her face that's nice. <laughs> but i mean this is a fucking good sequence like leave me alone like yeah okay you can tell that it's an effects sequence you can tell that fucking natalie portman and hayden christensen and Owen mcgregor are standing in front of a green screen let me the green screen yeah like and that's really kind of the
2: The quest for
0: what sci-fi special effects realism that was sort of assumed to be the big crossover when genre would make it.
1: There was a time though, like and Lucas should have just understood that that when they were working at Pinewood back in the originals those were fucking sets. You don't just go back to the 50s and do that goofy shit. Because that, that's what green screen is now. Is that? Yeah.
0: It's that just rear screen rear, projection. Rear yeah, screen.
1: Yeah. And it looks like it, you
0: and know? It really looked like it in the Star Wars. Like, yeah. that was the funny thing. And it's gotten better. Especially because of right? the way they're like, always
1: staged. Yeah. They're <laughs> always standing, like, right next to each other. and.
0: Okay, so there's John Lone's, like, one (laughs) fucking shot where he'd be in the uh, pan and scan version. But, yeah, so the Marvel movies are infamous for this. They have that whole, like, motion room or whatever, the immersive filming thing. And then you watch the book of Boba Fett, and you're like, oh, look, it's the actor Two props on the floor and a fucking rear screen projection. Yeah,
1: rear screen.
0: And people just don't give a shit. And it's like, okay, well, if people don't give a shit, then the Disney shit with that is better than whatever the fuck Warner Brothers does. So the Disney shit (laughs) is therefore better. Like, whatever, it's fine. But it's also like incredibly bland. Like and you loo- you'd you never have this. Why would you have this in a movie like that? <laughs> Why would you have that other than somebody going, there's a really fucking cool waterfall. Let's have King Kong walk around in a waterfall because we can do that. Like, we can build that. Combination <laughs> model train set and fucking um, second
2: unit footage.
1: All bullshit aside, though.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Horny Kong.
1: What, what is Kong's endgame, though, really? Because, I mean... It's unclear. I think... It can't Pat, do anything. It can't ga- do nothing to the broad here. It's got to
0: be... Pat. I'm sure... Okay, so this is, I think, our first Jessica Lang swimming scene. We'll have another one. <laughs> Um, Though I don't know that the other one actually lasts very long in this.
2: So this
0: follows the general story beats of the original, but not, like, very broadly. Eventually... Jack rescues her, and they have to get back, and then the guys capture Kong, and they go to New York. The end. That's the, the story uh-huh. beats that are similar. Oh, boy. Okay. What could his breath possibly smell like?
1: Mm. Right? Like, it <laughs> smells like water. Or maybe it's a combination of that stuff. Okay. That maybe I, well... It's uh, just,
0: like, really sweet, like...
1: Or something.
0: That is the one big problem with King Kong is, is they never explain the eco, like, what kind of ecosystem could sustain his diet.
1: At Universal Studios, oh. and I've yet to mention... It's true. The yeah. old school Kong mechanical, uh, right? On, on both of the the one in Florida and the one in Hollywood. Uh, when you get in front of him, he has banana breath.
2: Really? Like it's okay. very.
1: Yeah, it's it's banana flavored breath. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be what it. <laughs> but that was a little perk to you know going to see Mechanical right. Kong.
0: Okay, uh little Jack Daniels product placement. But also, this is where we find out that there is no oil on the island, and dummy Charles Grodin has already called into the board that he's bringing home the big one.
1: The oh, big one.
2: He's <laughs> so cool,
1: too. <laughs> <It's
2: just laughs>
1: Laughing his ass. I'm like, ah, oh, you dumbass.
0: <laughs> so, everybody always jokes about how 80s movies are all about cocaine. 70s movies are all about being drunk and on a couple pills while acting, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here is the infamous uh log bridge sequence which um It's one of those things that they did in the first movie because it was one of the things you could do um with the special effects at the time. Right. And that's kind of that's was the most successful thing about Skull Island was that it figured out other action beats to put Kong in,
3: Mm.
0: which I feel like...
2: it has been missing. (laughs) I can't remember. Uh Yep. Okay.
0: Don't fucking shoot him. You're going to piss him off. We want him to ignore us. Dummies. <laughs> okay, so now the other thing about this in Pan and Scan and VHS is we are, we are suffering a little bit from clearer print quality, right? Like, mm-hmm. when everything's the same sort of slightly muddy... VHS you, there are certain details you don't like notice no especially with match shots
2: like having to explain
0: to someone what a match shot
2: was was a, a
1: little bit louder
0: Yep. You know, and to <laughs> him Julius Harris is like ha! they said the black guy got to live in this one
1: Right, so <laughs> I'll do it. What time I need to be all set?
0: <laughs> is there even? I don't think there's a, a single black person on the next movie. Is there? Uh, well, I don't know. I King remember. Kong lives is weird. King Kong lives is gonna be weird. King Kong lives is just a weird deal. Delia Rentis getting God. to it's... make movies. By himself. It was weird. Well, it was kinda, it's got the same.
1: It's got the same energy. As some shit like Red Sonia. You know?
0: Yeah. And then he also made. Do you know. De Rentis somehow made Canadian movies. In the United States. Like bedroom window. Feels like a movie. That would be made in Canada. But instead was filmed <laughs> in Baltimore. But. You can't tell me that it also couldn't have just been filmed again.
2: like <laughs> okay off with you, I don't think
0: Bo gets any lines here. Does he actually get to say anything,
1: or does he just, like... I know he doesn't say anything when he gets back. He just does the... (laughs) He just collapses. Yeah, he collapses and does the thing with his hand.
0: In the original, it's Denim and Driscoll, so it's the two male leads who get split up here, but clearly
1: they weren't going to make... Charles Groton was not going to do some action sequence.
0: No. I don't think Charles Grodin's ever done an action sequence of, uh, Muppets? Does he have an action sequence in Muppets?
1: If he does, it was probably a double.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, some midnight run. But yeah, Charles Grodin's idea of an action sequence is some light running.
1: Yeah, like, like let's get out of here, around the corner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> out of this shot, real quick. Okay, so...
2: Now we're getting supplies for them to capture Kong.
1: you gotta admit he did get kinda lucky though,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> not getting the oil but getting Kong, so this was a really good twist you know the update to the original,
0: yeah, now, in the original.
1: They're just filming a movie, right? They're
0: just filming a movie, and they are instead get the idea that they can bring him back as an attraction. So there is like the same sort of, there's a pivot in the original, but it's their goal is always Kong in the original. In this, Jack Jack's goal is getting to the island, but the main goal. Reaping of it
1: ed- a resource. The
0: the expedition is the oil expedition is the idea. Okay, so what? in the in the pan and scan, you can't tell that's a footprint.
1: No, it's just the the two things right there. The two holes. Yep. <laughs>
0: Makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense here either because where's Kong's other corresponding footprint? But um yeah. But still, even if Kong wasn't, like, tippy-toeing up the side of the... That would have been a great sequence. That's the cut scene. Isn't it? Yeah. But still, whatever. It's fine.
1: Okay, so likely they've ran the villagers off, scared the shit out of them or something.
0: I do not even think they come out for the hand scene. We'll have to see. Kong's another one where of the special... So the other thing about special effects movies of yore was you would have great behind-the-scenes photos. Now they just make the joke about how it's like... (sighs) Robert Downey Jr. and um, Don Cheadle wearing the masks outlined on their heads and then like, I don't know, shorts and a t-shirt or whatever versus the DC ones where Zack Snyder makes him dress up. Um but back in the day you would get these, you know, shots of, you know, this whole miniature set or something. And you'd get to think look at how the special effects were done.
3: Uh-huh. Um
0: which I imagine is something that like this, right? Like you would get to see all the facets of that oh, huge yeah. set. But, um, now it's just you can only sort of appreciate that if you can appreciate um how a certain c g i element mats with another or whatever, or how some dynamic lighting effect would work, which is a much more specialized thing. You can't like be an amateur and just enjoy the grandeur of the set here.
2: I don't know if we're gonna
0: get this is another thing. These are eventually going to be stand-ins for the World Trade Center, the two towers of oh, Skull right. Island there.
2: Yep. Um, it's not the quite... a mask.
0: <laughs> it's not quite the Martha. Why did you say Martha of the 1976 King Kong? But it's in that... uh, Yep. It's in that area. But I don't know if we ever get any, like, really cool shots of them. (laughs) Here is where we are going to try to get Jessica Lange's clothes off. Yes. This Kong is a microfile or something like
1: I guess so because I I just didn't get how what you know what the mechanics were of him in this human size whatever
0: right so like he's a pervo right like he's uh, the reason there are no other apes on on Skull Island is because Kong was the serial killer like (laughs) <laughs> okay but wait now he's like I'm sorry I was a dick look yeah. at <laughs>
1: how <laughs> are you doing yeah. yeah it doesn't look as bad though as the one in no King Kong lives
0: no the one in King Kong lives is fucking weird because King Kong lives he's not a pervo <laughs> like they lose that aspect of it
2: yeah. which
0: is kind of his whole personality in this one The snake took them a long time to do, and the snake does not look good. It looked better in the... uh, The giant snake
1: in Conan looked better than this. Yeah,
0: because it's just... Snakes seem like they should be easy to do, but then when you don't pull it off, it's really fucking embarrassing. (laughs) Like, it really stands out. Okay, so we get hugs. Did we get a kissy? I think we got a kissy. We got some side boob, because, you know, it's PG. 1976, you can't expect a 10-year-old American boy to go
1: to a movie without some side boob. Well, there have been PG movies that got away with full-on back then. That's true.
0: Oh, God. We actually talked about that a few weeks ago, everybody. Never mind. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, wow. That movie was from 1985. This was from 1976, and this wasn't... And this involves getting kidnapped women and getting them stowed to feed them to rape monkeys, and somehow this is less (laughs) problematic than Jewel of the Nile.
2: Oh, okay.
0: So here's our chase sequence. Now in the original, this is all on a set or like three sets, very involved and infamously, or, you know, notably, those are the same sets that are partially used in the most dangerous game, which was made by some of the same people at the same time when they were doing the special effects, the stop motion for Kong. Okay. Here's our jump and our second, um, our second Jessica Lange swimming. Okay, so we don't get any Jessica Lang swimming. We do get that fucking impressive cliff shot. Because that's a nice fucking cliff shot. Like, just
2: the scale of that. Um,
0: so, what was I going to say about... Was it cliff jumping? Was it most <laughs> dangerous game? Stop motion, delays, I don't know. Okay, but um, the scale of Kong's miniatures versus the scale of, like, a Godzilla, that's something that this one plays with a lot better than it gets credit for. Like, that sort of scale where your person or your object is... 50 feet tall versus 350 feet tall. It changes the kind of miniatures you're going to do. It changes the scale of your model train set, basically. Okay, so here's here's Julius Harris getting his line. Oh, wait, does he not even get a fucking line? I don't think so.
2: Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, we're looking like a... Uh,
0: See, we're not just going to show Jessica laying with her clothes off. We're going to give you some oily Jeff Bridges. That's yeah, what you something
1: want. Some for the moms in the audience to have to endure this shit.
0: <laughs> well, I also like that all of a sudden he's worried about how how dressed she is, given the natives put her in more clothes than she wore to the beach earlier that day.
1: Right? She was just in a half shirt and some cut-offs. She's <laughs> practically in a bikini and shit.
2: Okay, I gotta cover up the ground, because otherwise Kong's gonna notice.
0: <laughs> so now we must be coming up close on the... Second half of the second night, but that's kind of hard because we've got forty five minutes left. So,
1: I gotta give them credit though. This original cut does flow well. Oh yeah,
0: this this movie moves really fucking well for one hundred.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's
0: no. Got a really nice pace to it. Sadly, I don't think the same is st- true King Kong. Oh,
1: uh, once they introduce Lady Kong, it—that's where it really sort of.
0: I mean, that's where it really sort of goes. But doesn't it really sort of go again during Linda yeah. Hamilton and Brian Kerwin's romance?
1: Like, yeah, that's where it screeches.
0: Yes, so that's basically the problem is you can say whatever the fuck you want about Jessica Lane playing a party girl model, but she's so much better than-, <laughs>
3: mm.
0: than Hamilton's pretty bad in the second one. And Brian Kerwin is basically
1: Any dude. He's, like- he's
0: any dude, but Also, frequently abusive husband, dude. Like, (laughs) Brian Kerwin is what would happen if Aaron Eckhart played to type more often. Yeah.
1: Screeching, yelling Kong.
0: Yep. Ah! Okay, notice, we do not have any villagers. Maybe they come out when he falls in the pit, which implies the village is really fucking close, too. Hmm. Beating the shit out of that set. Got our little composite there. Come on now.
2: But even though...
0: Now, the original Kong is goes straight from Kong's capture to the New York City opening. Uh-huh. This will do something a little different.
1: This is going to take oh, yeah. a
0: break...
1: Yeah, After all of this, we're going to take a breather on the boat.
0: Dramatically decompress. So here we go. Big effects shot. And.
2: Uh, down he
3: goes.
1: So for her, he beats through this fucking wall that he's never even bothered to go past.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay. Do the villagers come out in this version? Yes. Oh, there you are. But it's like okay,
0: you're in your outfits? Why would you be in your outfits?
1: Well, just in case they have to... Okay. Because <clears throat> they know Kong's on the way, so... uh, I'll see they get on their knees and do the thing
0: yeah the king has fallen yep and we're going to talk about that in a second now we're on a new tanker here uh very hard to understand if you are five or six years old I'll just uh let everybody know uh Uh This is not the ship they were... This is not the Petros Explorer. This is the giant oil ship, where that is usually filled with oil, but here it is filled with King Kong. And now we have
2: 45 minutes left of the movie.
0: He's got to uh-huh. get to New York. He's got to climb the Empire State Building, or the World Trade Center, and he's got to die. Huh. Here They're feeding him bananas, which he doesn't really want. Here, Um, monkey. Here, food monkey. Would you want to eat? This is what I'm talking about. Like, he needs some mutant-ass bananas because...
1: Right, he needs more than just that.
0: He needs more than (laughs) that. That's not enough.
1: Like, that's not even a a handful of... (laughs) what. Okay. They know what the fuck they had in there, a big-ass ape. They come over here with baskets of (laughs) three little boxes
0: full of And I think apes eat meat. I like it's one of those things that it's like it's not comfortable to think about. Like, but I think apes eat meat. Um, Uh, But anyway, I don't know though. Somebody, somebody check that. It's it's on on Wikipedia. I'm sure. Uh, But here we've got. Jack and Dwan. Um, she's gonna be a star. Jack feels a little bit like shit because they, this shitty oil company, stole his, stole this monkey off the island.
1: Uh uh-huh. And so. Yeah. Now. Uh, now Jack's gotta. Got a conscience. He's he's, he's got he's, a conscience about it. He's now. trying to trying to bring us back to where, you know, what's right is right. You know. Hmm.
2: Gene Hackman.
1: Hmm.
2: In for Charles Groden in this.
1: Yeah, I thought about that once. But yeah, it's just groting, man.
0: Yeah, I know. But <laughs> like, I mean just the mustache. Makes it work.
1: But does. yeah, for sure. Well, you definitely couldn't. He do looks this. like him with the mustache.
0: Yeah. You couldn't do this Star Cross, you couldn't do this troubled romance, but also look at this fucking photography. Oh yeah. so good.
1: I like the fact that you get the grid there. Yeah. Knowing it's Kong in there
2: and she's
0: Gullerman's very underappreciated, like the guys who not some of the problem with sort of the impression of definitely some 60s, but also some 50s cinema is that it was all sort of Elvis movies. Or John Wayne, or shitty John Wayne movies. It wasn't even like, people didn't even remember good John Wayne movies, right? Or well-made John Wayne movies. They just remembered the shitty ones.
2: Yeah.
1: And so, the people That's who made, weird how they could just go to Elvis movies like they were all the same shit. Same story.
2: Yep. It was just about Elvis selling himself as a movie star. So weird.
1: Thing of it is, the earlier ones were the better ones because that's when he was really, they were really trying to make right. him an actor. And then,
0: when he wanted to be a fucking actor and not just a movie star. And then that continued, that whole thing, like, got to be sort of a. A gatekeepy thing of uh, Mm -hmm. movie star versus actor and and things like that. Though, even by those, even by the strictest thing of that, Jeff Bridges was never tried very hard to be an actor. Yeah, he's tried to be a movie star, even when (laughs) he's. Well, I mean, just because, I mean, he was a showbiz kid, too, right? Like, he was. Yeah, he was of a,
1: a yeah, a, a dynasty, so to speak.
0: Yeah. And so. It's not like he did. I don't know, fucking. Meryl Streep movies or whatever, like, no, that was Kurt Russell who tried that shit, like. Jeff Bridges was very, like, B-tier mainstream.
1: It's just so wild. They got so much expression out of... Okay.
0: Rick Baker.
1: Yeah, Rick, Rick Baker was... Baker. Genius. I mean, this is long before, like, Ninja Turtles or some shit.
2: Yep, and
0: who you wouldn't have that much constant expression until like the Ewoks,
1: right? Like, and
0: they did not have.
1: Yeah, those didn't have. They weren't even animatronic. No, they just kind of had static faces till I think maybe the movies the ewok movies i think yeah
0: that's when they they only did
1: a couple of them with while the rest of the background ones were at least Um, they didn't do the creepy eye blink (laughs) (laughs) jesus
0: so yes so that is why kong has such a pronounced uh sort of mouth region there is because that is an animatronic. uh, There's a motor in there helping give him expressions, presumably. Uh. So now we get this nice uh, destruction sequence here. (laughs) Uh, They're going to flood the tank.
2: Except now...
0: I don't really know if it's accurate to describe Jessica Lange and Jeff Bridges as star-crossed lovers in this. They're more like they're just cursed
1: by this situation. Uh,
0: but they also yeah, never... It's,
1: it's, it's a romantic of, uh, circumstance.
0: Yeah. They never would have met under regular circumstances.
1: No, he wouldn't even intending to no. run into any... This was his mission to bring down Petrox. (laughs) So. Hey, look at that. No. Okay. We get this business. Try that with CG, but. uh. No.
0: And that's the problem is you're just not fucking there yet. And it's like, I guess I think some of their, the pro. well, the problem is, is that people they the the studios figured out you know principally thanks to warner brothers and harry potter that you didn't actually need to do you didn't actually have to do very much right like Uh it can look like shit it can you know if your baseline like is a disney plus show How many of the fucking DC movies have even hit that? Like, the DC movies, for all their budget and all their shit, they are just really bad at special effects.
1: Yeah.
2: They're, like, the... um, I,
0: I seriously think that there are better special effects sequences on some of the shows that with much less budget than showed up in some of those movies, just because it's just, they don't spend the money on it. No. The The exception to that is something like Superman Returns, which did lean very heavy into using CGI to sort of spruce up the old style of uh the superman special effects so so many asterisks with that i suppose um okay so now we get this nice shot of her climbing up uh, what appears to be a combo match shot and uh thing there very nice but this is the other thing about this era of sort of sci fi fantasy or whatever you're gonna put this in is that you also had a bunch of stuff like Soylent Green, you had Future World. there were yeah. other genre movies, and many of them look fucking terrible,
1: <laughs> like well for one thing their their whole idea of the future was just but like <laughs> really limited. Well, the
0: other thing is, um, you had the Planet of the Apes series, which infamously got cheaper as they went along. They got more successful Mm. and cheaper because Fox used that accounting right up until the the Disney purchase. Um, And so...
2: This is like
0: a A A-list, a 70s A-list production. The cast is not A-list, but that's because, I mean, who would, Robert Redford would basically be the argument of who you could possibly get. Like Steve McQueen is. But yeah, so like, but this is like, the level of um, technical competency, this is A-list for 1976. Like, this is a fucking great-looking movie.
2: That rocks. Hey,
0: look fast for John Agar... Oh, no, he's not in it yet. Where? John Agar is in it as the mayor for a second. I'll point him out. Oh. But they, he gets a really big credit, and they make a big deal about how, like, John Agar of 50s monster movies was in this. And he's like, I, he might say, what's your idea, young man? <laughs> okay, Jack is not going to go on stage and do the presentation. Nope.
1: He's too righteous.
0: But Jack, come on.
1: Right. The tug the, the of... Of celebrity. I'm
0: pretty sure the TV cut establishes, doesn't it establish they're living together? And uh. he did or something and he didn't tell her. I'm pretty sure it does. Hold on. Where's something that won't click?
2: <laughs> I
0: gotta check and see this.
2: Uh Now he goes <laughs> Oh 70s New York <laughs> Call Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure...
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the TV cut sort of literalizes their romance and makes Jeff Bridges seem like a total dipshit. Uh. Yeah, like it does. I'm sure it does. I just don't remember the exact details. Okay, so here it is, ladies and gentlemen. The moment you have all been waiting for.
1: The big giant mechanical Kong.
0: The mechanical Kong.
1: That was intended to be...
0: <laughs> the star of the film.
1: It doesn't look bad, but it
0: <laughs> it it's good. They keep him in long shot, ladies and gentlemen.
1: And they have him encased in a giant Petrox... <laughs> And the problem is, is like a truck's gas station fueler. You
0: can't show the scale of this, right? Like this reveal. Nobody cares if you've got a fifty-foot King Kong. Really, like you could do. You're gonna do this exact same sequence with a composite. Like that's the thing. Is like they have no reason for it. After all, that's another reason.
1: That was another reason why they just said the hell with it. And he yeah. guy in a suit.
0: There's the real King Kong, ladies and gentlemen.
2: That's oh, wait, not minutes. the real King Kong.
0: That's them feeling bad. That's the model. Notice how long of a shot we're in? Oh, look, it's the close-up. Wait, wait a second. That's weird. Why isn't Kong ever as animated in the long shot? <laughs>
2: Wait. wait a second what are you fucking doing I like that what are you fucking doing yeah doing hey right? wait a minute what? Oh. don't worry ladies and gentlemen that steel is
1: the fucking head yep. <laughs> like he went out there and, nope. <laughs> and, <brought it. laughs>
0: and the turtleneck I mean, this, there's your fucking, I don't know who you would get to do it, but that's your fucking spin-off show from King Kong modernized. It's the Charles Grodin story. Like you do a fucking, it's oh, he's like, he's basically just like a fucking, a little bit more legit Herb Tarlick.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna go back to the long shot.
0: I think we will for a second. But the other thing that we haven't really been talking about is is that in the original, a lot of the big deal is how Ray's screaming a lot. So they go
1: there's just one lady who kicks it off though.
0: Yeah. Watch. <laughs> And they might use, <laughs> do they use Faye Ray's scream in here somewhere? Like they might have done something like that. But yes. So, but Jessica Lang doesn't oh. scream a lot. Oh, yeah, there no. he is. He's scary. Um, and that would sort of carry on to um, the Peter Jackson one, but that's not. Uh. Faye Ray was screaming her ass off through the whole whole first movie um these are incredible composites for the time like kong stepping on people that's some incredible special effects work (laughs) even that composite looking like matching that well like kong in 76 had better composites than things that came out well into the 80s would Which was one of the things that was, like, super frustrating about people not um, appreciating it.
1: Charles Groton kind of got himself killed.
0: Doesn't he live in the TV cut? I think he lives in the TV cut.
1: the TV cut, yeah. I think he lives. But he gets stepped on. He's running towards Kong. (laughs) He's a fucking idiot.
0: He's got it coming. That's the whole
1: deal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing, though. He's running towards Kong. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I think in the TV cut,
0: isn't he running from something? Like, he's running from his boss.
1: Yeah, he's running from something, and he turns, yeah, and and hits it, like, turns around, and then is like, oh, shit, there's Kong.
0: Okay, so uh, we were talking about urban action movies uh, the last couple episodes with the Ghostbusters movies. Um, Here, we are going to have...
1: Okay, hmm, now, this is also what the Universal Orlando version and uh, the original King Kong in Hollywood. The King Kong Encounter, this is what all, this whole sequence is what the shit was based on. Um, Now, King Kong Encounter, you just turn a corner and you're on a tram that's supposed to represent the train.
0: Okay,
1: And here's Kong at the bridge, and you just sit in front, you know, he's roaring at you, but the one in Orlando is a little more detailed, where, like, you come across Kong, like, three times and shit on the ride, and you're supposed to be on the cable cars. And there's a part where Kong grabs the tram and tosses it. (laughs) It's it's sick.
0: (laughs) See, this is one of, like, this is hard because you can't do the people in the train except like the scale of it's so much better, right? Like yeah. you, it's the you know big model train scale or whatever. So it's just the action's much different than a Godzilla
1: thing. And now at this because yeah, Godzilla's way bigger, right? Yeah like, and they change his size. They change his
0: size time. and Godzilla had a train bit in the first Godzilla movie. Kong had a train bit in the original. And so, like, there we get this. He thinks that's his Barbie doll, but it's not. It might have been. And bam.
1: It might have been the Faye Ray screams. You know? But I
0: mean, we got some fucking nice practical effects here. Look at this shit.
2: Yeah. Like, yes, you
0: could, it would have to be integrated better, but like, and this is what we lose, is we lose trying to figure out how to do effects sequences when everything instead is just, we can do whatever we want.
2: And that is the comic book movie revolution, not the MCU. (laughs) Okay, so... We got Do they even out. have that? I think, with yeah. With helicopter. Um, now,
0: there's a cut scene that is included in the TV cut, and it's weird because it's a big effect sequence, and so it's weird that they cut it, where he oh. knocks out the power station.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: And so very rarely in these, like, there's no, well, actually, in Superman, there were big effect sequences, except those weren't, like, finished at the time, and they had uh-huh. to be finished later. Um, but rarely do the TV cut, or actually, nope, I'm wrong again, because that's Star Trek, the motion picture, special longer version, had unfinished effects in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, actually, lots of times, these things had things cut from them that were effect sequences that for some reason didn't work out or something. Okay, I I recognize
2: that view from somewhere.
0: Yeah, so, in the TV cut, basically, this scene is going to be them talking about how, like, he wants her to be his fucking... University wife, and she won't do that, so like right. fuck off, and she wants to be famous. It's just like he comes off as wants just to be a star, a fucking prick. I don't know it was before this. I think it was, but it's like this really long scene where there's this drunken. But I think that establishes they've been... Oh, yeah. Together. yeah.
1: The TV version is longer yeah. of yeah. this. You, you, you kind of... You need this shit to just move along at this yeah. point. Yeah,
0: because you don't want him to... Because that's kind of the thing is, is that, like... Jack is not going to fight for love here. Whereas... Um... Uh, Driscoll in the first one does right like he goes and he saves Anne except they hate Kong the whole fucking time like
1: yeah Kong's just a monster
0: Kong's a fucking monster the whole time he's a dangerous monster the whole time they don't trust denim and shit like that Uh, but they're gonna do it because it's the great depression and they want to fucking eat this is like Dwan wants to be a star jack wants to go from being an associate professor to being a oh here fucking, we go oh it's not in here this is just how it starts or whatever yeah and then they cut it and there's the mm-hmm. power station and the sequence is not there okay
2: uh-huh.
0: but instead we're gonna get this like sweet scene here where they talk about how during the last big blackout, presumably not the son of Sam one, uh, (laughs) a bunch of babies were conceived during the blackout and to all the future sons and daughters of King Kong. And it's like this really sweet little scene. It's not like Dwan's trying to convince this douchebag that that he should like give her a chance or something. Like Jessica Lane doesn't need to be convincing fucking Jeff Bridges she's good enough for him. Like right. silly. <laughs>
2: yep. Look at that. Yep. There we go, ladies and germs. This is what we were talking about the whole time.
1: That's somebody give me the goddamn Ghostbusters.
2: That's John Agar as the mayor.
0: So he does have more lines, except John Agar with a mustache and seventies hair does not look like the John Agar of Yore. Like Uh that just looks like any fucking New York actor of the seventies. Look at all their fucking hair.
1: But at that point, that's what all the old school actors look like. (laughs) Remember? The actors are like the 40s and the 50s got into the 70s, and they they just just all fucking 70s hair, the
0: 70s fucking uh,
1: just Yep,
0: (laughs) maybe throwing a stash, throwing a bushy stash. And that was like the funny thing is, is like Jeff Bridges is supposed to be a hippie with his beard and long hair, and I'm like. It's so much more acceptable than the mustaches you were wearing around. Okay,
2: Okay, and...
0: Boom. Move along. And she doesn't
1: try to run. like
0: Because in the regular version, she's like, you know, I mean, you're not as bad as Jeff Bridges.
1: Right, it's almost like she would settle for him.
0: Yeah, look <laughs> at look at that. Ah. <laughs> He's basically like animal in some ways. Like yeah, King Kong run around going "woman"
1: oh, is, yeah. is a bit <laughs>
2: on target here. Uh.
0: Okay, so I mentioned this in the Ghostbusters thing. Maybe you've got the idea. We've got a... um,
1: That's kind of funny, though.
0: Yeah, we've got that, whereas in Ghostbusters, it was a whole line of them. Now we've got Kong in what I think is a composite. I don't know that we're going to do much in the way of... We've got some New York City landmarks, but we don't um, emphasize (laughs) them. And then Kong makes really fucking good time getting to the World Trade Center. Just (laughs) really good time.
2: But here we've got Gullerman promising a huge
0: amount of um, blockbuster 70s budget battle. And uh, none of that will get used.
2: Whatsoever, do we even
0: have a a World Trade Center, um, Hmm. like a plaza set, or is it all composites? Because that shadow was just a shadow
1: thing, he runs through it, right?
0: Hmm?
1: Bridges gets there.
0: Um, the World Trade Center was not completed at the time or something, so they were... Oh, so
1: it might have been a set,
3: yeah.
0: some of
1: it is, but...
0: <laughs> and and this, like, really tied to the World Trade Center, and the World Trade Center was considered a... Um, an eyesore. Um, of huh. brutal, that, that's a that's obviously a nice yeah. model there. Very nice. Um, there's bridges on the real thing. Yep. But yeah, so
2: <laughs> people thought <laughs> I guess that he should
0: climb the Empire State Building, which. So now we got bridges.
1: Uh, they leave it unlocked at night so that's good right, so you could just go right in there
0: it might be implied that they had set this up for him for Bridges to get there that might be in the TV cut too I don't remember how much exposition there is but well, they we, want to keep him out no, so. no, no, oh yeah, that's right they're, they're trying to push Bridges out uh, in the TV cut more too, but do we even get another shot of the Empire State Building, or is that the only one? oh there there it is, so that's our homage to the original because <laughs> um Easter eggs were not like a fucking required thing back in the day
3: hey Jeff. <laughs>
2: Little, little doll hanging on a dude there. Oh, man. Now we do get the major um,
0: rooftop set here. So that's cool. And then we get the very rough rough composites now this is another thing that the pan and scan helps with is just where the hell they thought their cameras were pointed <laughs> for some of these composites
1: yeah because it's really the angles are awkward as fuck
0: All off and now jessica lane's like wait a second that's why i was scared of you
2: you're a rapey monkey Yeah, it just
0: is like well, what's Kong's motivation for her in the Peter Jackson remake?
1: Well, the Peter Jackson when they're friends, you know. Oh, okay. She teaches him sign language or he knows sign language and shit and
0: <laughs> That's kind of like The Mighty Kong with Dudley Moore, a musical from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. <laughs>
1: He's more like a big pet in the Peter Jackson one,
2: a big scared animal. <laughs> yeah, Patrice O'Neill was right. That's some bullshit.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> either okay. works as a as a monster or something akin to this, but not you know, Kong's not really supposed to be sympathetic.
2: No. Because he's got to have a survival agenda,
0: like, that, it, it it runs into some of the, Godzilla stuff doesn't have as much to do with it, because Godzilla, theoretically, is going to be indestructible, where King Kong dies, in all of his fucking appearances, except two. Like,
1: yep.
0: Or I guess technically he doesn't die in King Kong versus Godzilla. No, but he that Kong never got a sequel. As uh, King Kong escapes is a different Kong. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's from the the cartoon.
0: It's from the cartoon.
2: Okay,
0: so. This is our big uh, finale with the choppers. Now, oh, Marvel movies shoot everything at night so they don't have to show you the special effects. Gee, (laughs) look what we're doing. Gee, when did the, what time of day did the Towering Inferno take place?
1: This scene, though, would have been terrible the broad daylight.
0: Oh, can you even imagine with the composites that they would have been yeah, using? All, yeah, just this like, would have
1: been so bad.
0: Oh, yeah, just like Spider-Man, the show levels of uh, <laughs> fucking City Skylines
1: and shit, just like. Yeah. All types of old-ass stock footage. <laughs> yeah.
0: Instead, you do it so you can shoot it wherever the fuck you want. Whenever the fuck you want. And you do have some nice that is a decent composite with the um, ah. okay. but yeah, there we go squib oh. squibs work on monkey suits too. it turns out this would look better on the pan and scan as well because you're um you're not that's gonna go by the the worst of the special effects are gonna go by faster in pan <laughs> and scan.
2: Like,
0: And that's some of the problem with Kong 76 is, is that there is such a range of the special effects. Like you can't it's got a bunch of really good special effects and then it's got a bunch of stuff that just doesn't work out. Like
1: Yeah, some of it is hit or miss, but it's like I said earlier, this is the first time they were doing a lot of this shit. And
0: And you don't have and you do like the night shot and the lighting is covering like it's all fucked up, right? The scale and the angles all fucked up. But uh you aren't having mat problems like and that's almost what's disconcerting about it. Is that it, it? It's too unrealistic. Like when you have shitty rear, rear screen projection, you can just go, oh, it's shitty rear screen projection. Like here, we can see the mat line very obviously. But that was like one of the worst mats. The other ones, the angles and shit were all off, but the mats were, you know, the mat work was fine.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Boom. Oh, he's going to be all right. He's going to be okay. He's going to be okay in this one. I don't like
1: when he falls, though. <laughs> yeah. Is this where he just appears? He, on...
0: <laughs> because he rolls his ass off the fucking building. Like, he's got no reason to fall. Uh, I'm going to roll over. Uh,
1: he blinks and Oh. They fixed it, cause what version it, when he's falling, he just blinks it the
3: picture
0: to the frame <laughs> That's got to be the I wonder if that's in the TV cut. That's a really quick fall too. like yeah. the fall in the original is one of the great effect shots because they're doing like an extreme like long shot of a. Probably a matte painting and mixing in a little bit of a model. And that's like one of the iconic shots of it. This doesn't even attempt it.
1: No. And she got down there pretty fast yep. too. But
0: just immediately. She jumped. It's fine. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, on the other hand.
1: Right, he takes a little time getting there.
0: Takes too long to get there. And so now the ending appears. Okay, everybody get used to this because we're gonna watch this again next week. Um
1: yeah, the entire end sequence here.
0: We gets really repeated gotta like get to Jason 105 movie. minutes, everybody. It's not easy getting to 105 minutes, but sometimes we have to do it. Okay. So <laughs> Jessica Lang feels really bad. This is very
1: traumatic. Um too bad they can't, couldn't have preserved that and kept it there.
0: Okay. Well, there were riots the first night they filmed it.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, here we've got Jessica Lang all by herself at Kong. Jeff Bridges is running towards her.
1: Trying to swim through the crowd here. Swim
2: through the crowd.
1: He gets so close, and then, uh, you know what? Uh, The mayor's got her.
0: And so now, what we are left with here is that Jack is horrified at the situation, and it's a weak move, but he's not literally intentionally saying fuck you Duan I'm not going to help you out like I don't want to be I don't want to be with you I don't want to like I don't care enough about you to help you out with this business. So that's what the TV cut is. It's a lot. One of the other things about this ending is the some of the publicity shots, some of the really famous publicity shots have Jessica Lang and jack standing by the body yeah yeah okay so the producer wishes to thank, acknowledge kong was designed and engineered by carlo constructed with special contributions by rick baker rick baker did everything rick baker did everything
1: yeah ultimately
0: so it's
2: fucked up yeah Um, John Agar getting a heavy credit there
0: but these I think these end credits were stretched for VHS so you got an idea of what this could look like at scale and how Uh. impressive it could be um kind of like you don't understand some of the scale in the um Star Trek the motion picture until you see it widescreen. Yeah. You
1: like even it's just so claustrophobic yeah. without the widescreen.
0: You really just need it. Okay, so Athena Silbert might have been a famous designer. Gowns and native costumes. Yes. You always want your glamour gown person to do your um, native island thing. Native dance choreographed by Claude Thompson. Interesting. Interesting. Wouldn't think that somebody named Claude Thompson should be choreographing that. Bulgari did the jewelry. Here's our cast list.
1: Uh.
0: Oh, it's not bow. it's Bone. 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 Oh, John Agar is city official.
1: Not a good old Paramount logo.
0: And good old Paramount.
1: They knew how to end a movie with their, you know, I love how they did their tag.
0: Yep. Because it always felt like this was a Paramount picture, like, without ever having to say it like
1: that. Although what you call it, um, Universal was kind of clever when they would yes. do the the winning Hollywood. But yeah, that was cool they stopped, too. They stopped doing that by I would say maybe after sometime in the mid eighties.
0: Yeah, was it? For John the...
1: Landis used it a lot. God. They really just
0: employed him for a long time, even though he killed people, didn't I? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, King Kong seventy six. Like it's it dates interestingly um it, there are some problematic elements but uh i, I think it it way it wins out the 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 good stuff outweighs the
1: bad um yeah. yeah it's not bad it's actually again i it's my king kong i, I you know i loved it when i was little
3: <laughs>
1: but shout out to abc channel 7 on saturday nights remember when they used to play uh like the late late movie yeah it was always king kong son of kong that's how i got to see that before turner classics yeah yeah and uh yeah they, they, the 76 kong inspired the the ride you know the original universal ride so
0: which is what kept the brand alive right for 20 years without movies. This is the 1976 King Kong. We will be watching the 1986 King Kong Lives next week. The In between those two, there might have been a cartoon, may, might not have been, but King no. Kong was not much of a property.
1: No. The it, only it thing was that ride. Rerun fodder. Yeah.
0: And you know. not even this one right cuz in the 80s turn in the it 80s clear.
1: it was it was a big uh if you wanted to kill like a couple hours on a on a network you played king kong yeah but king even kong. then by the mid 80s it was strictly a, a cable movie like yeah and hbo had it on.
0: hbo had it like what twice a year or something three times a yeah. year and the it vhs went out of print
1: yeah vhs was big
0: There was a a two tape version, and then, like, yeah, it it took him a while. It took him till the 90s to get it back out again or something because VHS was very weird, folks, as we talk about. Um, so yeah, it just the ride kept it alive for yeah. And Peter Jackson wanted to make King Kong in 1996, but he couldn't get the money, so he made the Frighteners instead. Wow. Yeah, Which and another then another good ass movie. Back to ten years later, and so yeah, this is it's it's Kong has had a rocky road to franchise status. So,
1: and I'm gonna put my foot down and say I like the new one, the MonsterVerse Kong.
0: You do like the MonsterVerse Kong. I can't with the axe, but the MonsterVerse yeah, Kong is better kinda, than we've had.
1: Yeah, the axe is kind of cartoony, but yeah, otherwise. I dig the new Kong.
0: I am yeah. definitely on board to try out to stick with it. I will stick. I will at least keep giving them a shot. And I am interested in the Kong show. I'm not interested the Godzilla one. I don't know about. We'll see.
1: I don't know monarch. Yeah, I don't I think,
0: think so. Like, but I think the Kong one's got got a chance. So we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. next week. We will watch something without a chance. 1986, King Kong Lives, which reunites Dino Laurentiis and John Gullerman. Gullerman coming off of his, to that point, career low of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle.
1: Uh, uh, well, uh, it had. Now, Gullerman had done Tarzan had new- movies, too. It had a new Tanya Roberts, so I it, can't.
0: And it has a fun early '80s score. Yeah. So yeah, and Ted Wass blossoms Ted bad. Um. So yeah. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so Gullerman's back. It's Linda Hamilton. It's Brian Kerwin. It's uh, from the writers
1: of Alien uh, and Lady Kong.
0: And Lady Kong is in it now. There had been a Queen Kong movie, which we will discuss uh, briefly. Because uh, I could never watch it, uh, I I might try with chemical substances now, which is how it was supposed <laughs> to be watched anyway. Because it's a fucking sixties or seventies camp movie. But um, anyway, so yeah, King Kong lives next week. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> now it, it's become kind of a joke in itself.
0: It has become a joke in itself, but it has. Not gotten any better because of that status. It's very it's, unfortunate.
1: It's, it's the scrappy do of Kong movies, I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, I, I mean, it. Well, because they're. It, it,
1: it's just a shitty script. It, yeah,
0: it, it's a shitty script. We'll, we'll get to it. John Ashton. We find oh God, out what yeah. happens when John Ashton plays an asshole who doesn't have a heart of gold. Um, right.
1: It, yeah.
0: Yeah. So. It's it's going to be a lot. John Aston as George C. Scott. So we <laughs> shall see uh next time on 709 Rudy.
1: Later folks.